that could not have been a better accident. I don't know what happened, but you said, hopefully everything is going to be. And I was like, I was like, I know it's going to be a good show. Hello. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) We'll fix it. We'll fix it in post-production. Wheel. As if. Sorry. Sorry, Phil. (laughs) Ah, Joe, I want to start this off really awkward, just like any other awkward blind date. So do you do things? No, Joe. I do lots of things. I do lots of things, Joe. This is so usually that my my guests on the show, I know them, right? And you know, yeah. I've, I've met them before. I've talked, so I've never known you. However, you come highly recommended from producer Phil, and he's That's like, good. "This That's guy good. is funny. This guy knows no boundaries. He has been in the CIA. So all these things that I'm sure are true." Uh, no, so, so I'm, uh, so it's wonderful to get to meet you. Wonderful to get to know you and hear some awesome things about you and, uh, and this, uh, the wild, crazy, or most ridiculous story. Hey, how about I do this? How about I start us off? How about I I do that, Joe? And then I'll let you. That sounds good to me. I said, I'm talking now, Joe. No, just kidding. This episode is presented by OIT VoIP. Enhance your client's communication abilities with our VoIP solution, featuring integrated billing, on-demand training, and live U.S. support. Collaborate seamlessly with Microsoft Teams integration and put your entire phone system in your pocket with MobileX. Improve your offerings and increase profitability with reliable service for one-tenth of the average MSP acquisition cost. To learn more, visit OIT.co or dial 844-CALL-OIT. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen out there in computer land? My name is Aaron Bolton, and this is 38 at 38, where we discuss ridiculous job stories. We all have them, and if you aren't sharing them, then you need to. If you're embarrassed about them, trust me, get them out there, because I've been doing this for over a year now, talking to guests about their ridiculous stories, and I I never have an issue with someone trying to find a ridiculous job story. Uh, And today, I'm very happy to have Joe Purcell on. Now, is it Joe Purcell or Joe Purcell? Is is there an accent on it? I don't want to mess up an accent. There's no accent. You got it right the first time. Nice. Look at that. I've been practicing. I Googled it. Joe Purcell. Nailed it. Uh, (laughs) So, Joe, uh, introduce yourself if you could. Tell us a little bit about what you do. Uh, I'm Joe Purcell, as you already got. Uh, I've been in IT for about eight or nine years now. I can never remember. Uh, done a lot of work with uh, MSPs, currently working for an MSP. Yeah, I've done uh, everything from, I've worked with dentists, uh, lawyers, accountants, construction, uh, all, medical all within tech? general. All within yeah. like the tech? Oh, nice. Very good. Okay, and good. Now, so you-, uh, you know, space people, People who manufacture stuff for satellites, all sorts of stuff. Okay. Well, all right. I got to dive into that because that's like the coolest. You know, that just sounds like the coolest, right? Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And you just threw that by. And, you know, I work for people who, you know, manufacture, you know, satellites, you know, things that go into orbit. Mm. (laughs) Don't be coy about that. So what's up with that? Is that where you work now or no? No, now you're working at MSP. uh, My current employer has a bunch of clients, but... Um, I've worked with many of their clients, some of which made 
just finding these things out casually as they I tour the site and they tell me a little about what they do. They're like, yeah, we made the wheels for the lunar lander or we make the communications array for the Mars uh, exploration team or just satellite imaging. You know what blows my mind on that, really on that, where, you know, you don't even find this out until you're talking to your clients is like I some I go through this thought exercise sometimes where I'll just see any look at this. This right here, my my daughter gave me that for Father's Day says out outstanding achievement in motherhood and then it's crossed out and she wrote. No, it says fatherhood. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But some but there is a whole uh, industry around this and not even like trophies i'm talking about like small you know cheap plastic trophies right heartfelt yeah. loving <laughs> but there's a whole industry there's a there's a person who works for this company who does hr you know what i mean like there's a company yeah. there's so many everything every, there's so many if you think about it there's a industry out there for it it's it's wild that always that always blows my mind yeah it's weird because i was talking to someone about that like oh, these people are doing you know, stuff with space. And they're like, oh, that's cool. You gotten to, you know, see any of that? I'm like, I'm not allowed in the labs. Right. <laughs> I'm out in the, I'm out in the tech room waiting for people to come by because, you know, their email stopped working. You should ask. You should ask. You said, listen, I've, yeah. uh, I tracked the IP address to uh, that lab. Which one? The one with the cool stuff. <laughs> that well, like, I told my dad and I was talking to my dad about this. I'm like, yeah, they've got this a whole, you know, high temperature heat testing to like stress test stuff for space. And he asked me, uh, do you know, will they, will, if you ask them, would they heat up your sandwich? (laughs) No. (laughs) They will, they will obliterate that sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) Who thought, who thought that the earth's atmosphere, (laughs) Like the re-entry of the Earth's atmosphere is too much for a for a hoagie. It's, who, who it's perfect for toasting a sub. Right, perfect for toasting a sub. Anything else? That Wonder Bread, you're gone. Okay, don't put it on sandwich slices. You need that toast, that that uh, crust on the outside. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So, uh, just <laughs> here's some questions that uh, a question that I didn't ask you to prepare beforehand, um, but. The Declaration of Independence. No, just <laughs> recite it. Do you know about how many jobs that you've had, give or take, over your the the life of your and either career, like professional or like for this podcast, I go take it back to my very first job when, like even before when I was working in my mom's uh, grocery store. Oh or, God! Uh-huh. You know, like I take it back to like because I got paid and I was ex- well. I got yeah. to eat. I got to eat food, <laughs> but I was expected to help customers, you know, so I take it back then. I mean, but so do you have any jobs or how, about how many jobs do you think that you've had roughly? Probably about 20. Around, yeah, about 20. Something like that. I mean, through the random stuff that I did in high school and college. Right, right. Um, yeah. Look, it all adds up. That all adds up, yeah. you, know? Yeah. you know, I'm sure that there's if you just sit there and think for a second, you're like, oh, I can think of a challenge or a problem or a situation that happened there. And if you came on the other side, that means you learned from it and you grew from it. So it all, I, I take it as it all adds up. And if I didn't, then if I only counted my professional life at 38 at 38, it would be like, you know, a much lower number. And I like, yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah, it's funny because like if I try to track, you know, tech eight years, but you, like some places last for 10 years experience and I'm like, 
I worked at a brewery. Right. <laughs> I don't think you really want to know about that. How far back <laughs> but, do you want to go? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they actually, I don't know, uh, some companies, they might like a brewery, you say. Okay. Let me yeah. get inside information. <laughs> inside information. That's awesome. All right. So um, you have come prepared. I've heard with a story or a ridiculous job story or a some job. And I want to, I, I do want to preface that I, I say out there, you know, yeah, we all have funny job stories. They're rarely funny when it's happening. You know, when <laughs> they're stressful, yeah. you know, they're stressful. <laughs> usually the most stressful given time is now what it is. It's, it's a, uh, Oh, uh, something pl- tragedy plus time equals comedy. Isn't that? What yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, Oh, look at that. I, who would have thought that this podcast, you heard it here, folks, this podcast is connected to some uh, some Plato philosophy. That's right. We're going <laughs> to put that in there. Um, so, uh, oh, where was I going with that? Oh, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, they're, they're stressful then, funny now. So, which, which uh, job? Oh, yeah. Wait, one more job. Just wondering, when did you start working? Like, do you have an idea of when your first job was? Uh, my first job, I was 17. I was working at Pizza Hut. Okay. If we have time, we're going to circle back. Cause I know you, you've got to have, if your story is not from pizza hut when you're 17 right now, then we're going to circle back to that. Cause it's gotta be yeah. awesome. So what, what's uh, I actually, if you want to talk about a story now, no, we'll talk, we'll go into your story that you have. I'm sure you have a story. So what, what's that? What do you got? So it was kind of hard to think of even just in the last few years, what like the craziest story was. Cause I've, I've had, I've gotten, gone out to a client and gotten stuck in the snow and it was 14 negative 14 degrees uh come on I've, I've driven two hours to a location to find out that they unplugged the router to plug in a radio <laughs> so they could listen to the game nice uh, uh, but i landed on um one from a, a back in 2018 i was working at this company that wasn't an msp but it acted like an msp they owned uh, a lot of different companies across the U.S., um, but all of those companies operated independently. So our IT uh, group supported all of them remotely. Uh, but here in Kansas, well, not here in Kansas, I'm in Cincinnati, but where I'm from in Kansas, uh, they had a company called Cornejo Construction uh, that uh, That's was an awesome name. fans from Cornejo? Wichita. Cornejo, yeah. That's a cool name. It was a cool company. Um, they spanned from Wichita all the way uh, through most of western or eastern Kansas. And, you know, they had some other locations they owned that went all the way to Kansas City. Uh, but I was the only one in Kansas proper. I had a coworker who lived in Kansas City. And he covered most of uh, eastern Kansas. And I covered central uh, Kansas. So most of my jobs, I would, if I had to go somewhere, it would be 15 minutes away to install a printer at a landfill, which I had to do several times and it smelled really bad during the yeah. summer. That's, um, that's gotta be the worst. Yeah, <laughs> They had these outdoor ticket printers for the trucks that would drop stuff off to let them know how much uh, weight they had dropped off for, for payment. Right, and those things, those printers would get sand in them all the time, <laughs> and well, so I'd you, have to replace that printer like once a month. Now, are these the drivers? Like they're out in the landfill? Yeah. So, so not only 
is it like you got to go out to the landfill, but then you have to work on a, an, a, an object, a device that has been in the atmosphere and being yeah. held by. Oh, oh. Usually in the summer too is when they nice. break down. Nice. <laughs> so it's hot. Uh, or, you know, at the farthest, I drive like an hour and a half somewhere uh, to a random rock quarry, uh, which is where I got stuck in the snow. Oh. Um, but there was a particular month where the guy in Kansas City got another job. And uh, so there was no co- no coverage for that area. And they had him close some tickets before he left in his two weeks. And after he left, I'm looking at this ticket that's open. I'm like, hey, guys, I don't think anyone remembered that we have to do this, but there's a site in Missouri that's like four and a half hours away from me that's just sitting open. And they're like, all right, well, we won't have anyone hired in time, so, you know, you'll do that. I'm like, okay. (laughs) So uh, I end up driving four and a half hours through the Flint Hills. It was a nice drive. Um, no, but come on. beforehand, I'm doing the prep work. That's rough. And that's a four and a half hour drive for work to go. Yeah, that's that's a, that's. I'm a, getting that's paid a, the whole time. I'm getting okay. mileage. Okay, then that's. Uh, and I, I was driving a Prius, so I was getting like 50 miles per gallon, which is nice. great for mileage reimbursement. Uh, and I had my camera with me because I do photography, so I, you know, oh, nice. Uh, stopping along the way, taking pictures of the Flint Hills, but I drive out there. And before, oh, before I go, uh, I have to prep for this trip. So I usually do just the general questions of, you know, what am I doing out there? And they send me this picture of a shed that's on this construction site. And they're like, see the shed? I'm like, yeah. So we're going to, you're mounting a Wi-Fi access point to the outside of the shed. Like, oh, easy. And you're going to be installing a new router for one of the buildings. Okay. So based on my past experience, every time I went to a site, for some reason, they would never have a ladder available. So I go on Belows and I buy the only ladder that'll fit in my car, which is like a little giant ladder, like a $300 some ladder (laughs) that fits in my car. Right. And I get a drill and everything else I need to go out there and do this. So I drive out there and the weather's not too bad. Um, I left at like six in the morning. I get there at 1030. And when I get there, I walk into the main office. I'm like, Hey, I'm here to install that access point. And they're like, cool. So they're like, you see that uh, shed out there? I'm like, yeah, okay. I'm on, I'm on track. You know, this is what I'm prepared for. Yeah. They said, uh, you're going to go past that shed. And there's that two story rock crusher. Uh, You're going to walk into that. And then there's a staircase that wraps around the outside to the top and you're going to mount it. Uh, there's, you can see the access point up there. That's what you're replacing. Wait, was it, was it a bait and switch? It was like, yeah, come out just a shed. I think they sent the picture to my manager and the picture shows the <laughs> nice. tower in it. Nice. But they just assumed I was mounting it to the, the shed because <laughs> oh. that was in the front of the picture. That was also, they're like, no way they're gonna it's got to be on the shed (laughs) no way Uh, you know what let's go ahead and crop that right out and just send him the picture of the shed (laughs) that's probably what you're doing right so when you got out there like before you asked yourself 
you know, you had to ask the questions, what am I doing out there? You know, but now you're there and you're like, what am I doing out here? <laughs> so the ladder that I bought is useless. Yeah, yeah that's what that's- you should have tried to use it anyways. You're like, I'm just going to do it because this will be my intro to the steps, to the stairs. So I start walking up there, and it's like the rock crushing machine is going. So as I'm walking the staircase on the outside, it's like shaking really hard. <laughs> Completely operational. Crushing it's rock. It's this tiny little railing that's about this thin that I'm holding on to. And uh, no one said anything about, like, I'm getting up there and I'm like, do I need a harness for this? Or a hard hat or anything that yeah, OSHA well, would recommend? Okay, that's good. I had a hard hat and, like, my steel toe boots and everything. Right. This is the weirdest, the only IT job I've ever had where I had to wear a hard hat, steel toe boots, and, like, a reflective vest. That's some hardcore IT. <laughs> Meanwhile, I didn't have any like shirts or ID badge or anything that said I was in IT. You're just some guy Ever. out there walking. You're just some guy out there yeah, climbing. So every site, I like to play the game of how far can I walk into the site before anyone yes. asks me who I am or why I'm here. And you know, be honest. Confidence. It's all about confidence, right? You just act yeah. like like you're supposed to be there. No one bothers you, right? Well, I walk in with a hoodie holding a laptop, and people are like, "Oh, he's here for." <laughs> <laughs> you walk in as the most stereotypical IT guy. You got the hoodie, yeah. you got the laugh. Mr. Ro- Mr. Robot style, just walking in. Yeah. You're like, you're so like no, I've, I've seen him myself, on TikTok. He's a, he's an IT. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, am I supposed to wear a harness? I forgot to ask. I assume they would have told me. Right. But like, I don't want to go back down to ask now because either A, they'll say, yeah, you should be wearing a harness. Which apparently I, sh- I didn't need one because of the railing. Right, right. Uh, they weren't, they weren't playing by Star Wars. Say, they weren't playing by Star Wars rules, right? They had some railing. Very good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was like, they're going to tell me, yeah, you should have had one. And, you know, why didn't you talk? And I'd have a whole earful about how I didn't follow procedure. Or B, worst case scenario to me, uh, they would say, uh, a harness for the stairs? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, calm down, guys. He's an IT. You're like, hey. <laughs> this guy thinks he needs a harness for the staircase. Hey, <laughs> hey check out Mr. IT guy with a So I'm at the top of this structure and I'm walking along and they've got, like, there's a part where the walkway is just like a piece of metal grate that they've welded down and I can see through it all the way to the ground. Nice. Solid. Uh, Good. I know how high it was because I had to do my cable testing and it was a, a 90 meter run straight down. Jeez. So pretty high up there. And I called the engineering Hold team. on, hold on. Like, the railing was supposed to be in lieu of a harness. Like you don't need it. You got yeah. the railing. You got the railing. 90 yeah. meters up. Okay. 90 meters. Yeah. Apparently no, that's, that's 90 meters up. That's not even counting if you fall down the stairs. That's spiral. That's like quadruples. Yeah. <laughs> well, the stair wasn't even like spiral. The stair was like straight. I actually have a video I took of me walking up these stairs because I was like, I got to I gotta record this somehow. <laughs> oh. But the, it was like, 
you're looking down the stairs. I've got steel toe boots, so my feet are awkward. Yeah. And then, and it's like I'm looking straight down through the stairs the whole way. And I get to this corner, and I have to turn and walk up. <laughs> it's just a 90-degree angle to the top. Um, but I get up there, and I find the thing I'm supposed to replace. And I get the new, uh, the new AP out of the box, and I'm talking to the engineering team about it so they can make sure it's testing and everything. And they're like, okay, so take uh, both ethernet cables and plug them in and I was like both <laughs> there's only one up here <laughs> and they're like well you'll need to run another one I said I didn't come with ethernet cable or uh, a wire fishing kit oh it's not even that you guys it's in your car in. yeah you don't even have it no Oh, nice. Okay. So I had another, uh, I had more, I didn't have a wire fishing kit because they told me the cables were already there. I'm just swapping out the part. Well, they were so on the not shed. Not up there with me, but it was at home four and a half hours away. Oh. Uh, so I'm like, okay, well, I'll just do the other thing I came here to do, which is replace the router. Right. So I walked back down this rickety staircase and I go into the other building and there's no router there. I'm like, have you guys received the router yet? And I'm like, no. <laughs> it's not even in the mail yet. So I drive back home. Same day. Yeah, four and a half hours. So around what? Uh, so you got there around ten. So around yeah. what time are you leaving and going back home? Eleven. Okay, so at least it wasn't that long, but still. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Most of that time was just spent me talking to the safety people and everything else about what I was supposed to be doing there. Right. Only for them to tell me, no, we didn't receive it. So, so I drive back home, but on the way home through the Flint Hills, they're doing range burning. <laughs> so it's just full of smoke for the entire way. And I could smell it in my car. I'm like, this has got to be great for my lungs. Right. I get home and I tell, you know, my boss, like, hey, they don't have the equipment yet. I got to go buy, you know, a wire fishing kit and Ethernet. Well, but you can return and, the ladder, uh, though. You no, return. I had to use it for another job. So I ended up oh, okay. yeah, keep no, that. That's right. They never but, had uh, ladders. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like, right. Investing either way. Um, so I end up going back the next week. Uh, drive another four and a half hours back. This time with all of my equipment, except I forgot my steel toe boots, so I had to go buy another pair when I was out there. They want they wouldn't let this you is, on there at all, or no? Because it's yeah, it. <laughs> I I briefly thought about it. I was like, I could just do it fast, and maybe no one will notice. And then I was right. like, oh no, I'll get fired for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, it's a safety violation. Right, right. And also, even if I had considered that, I'm wearing on this trip. My comfortable shoes, which are a bright pink and green pair of Nikes. Nice. Very obviously not steel toe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I go 30 minutes away to the nearest Walmart to buy a pair of steel toe boots. Come back. And uh, I go up the tower. I get up there. And I realize that 
I left the wire fishing. I had to do two trips because I had to go up there one trip with the Ethernet cable because it's a huge box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I take that all the way up there and then go back down to get all my tools and my wire fishing kit because I'm not, you know, I have to have one hand free for the railing. Right, right. Because the stairway is also like about this steep. <laughs> I, so. so now that I know, so so I worked in an academy uh, where they taught, uh, what's it called, uh, cell, cell tower work and everything. I know what yeah. ladder you're talking. I know the stairs you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I get up there and right as I'm starting to do the run, uh, I'm thinking I got to only do one of these. And I, I test it with my cable tester and the other cable is bad. <laughs> so I got to do two. I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm already doing one. Let's two. Right as I start, I see lightning in the distance. Ugh. And it's close. I'm like, I have to go downstairs and wait, you know, an hour or so until this storm stops. But luckily, the other router's there. So I go uh, install that. Um, there's no mounting brackets for it that were included. So it's just sitting on the desk. Right. I'm like, great install. Yes. <laughs> so I'm like, the IT guy. Would... That IT guy just left crap hanging. <laughs> playing around <laughs> i messaged my boss i'm like hey the moment you hire someone for kansas city you should send them out here to finish this yeah <laughs> uh, because i can't like we don't have any equipment for this but so i wait for the storm to pass and the lightning finally stops it's still you know the entire tower is still wet <laughs> it rained so now it's slippery on my way the back stairs. up right and I had to take all the stuff back down and back up again. So I get up there, I run all the cable, I, you know, terminate the ends, walk back down, terminate the other ends, walk back up. And one of the ends isn't, I'm doing my cable test, but it's, you know, I have to go all the way back up to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I have to go back down to redo one of the ends. I go all the way back up, install the device, and it's finally working, seemingly. Uh, meanwhile, I don't know what it is about this rock crusher, but there are dead birds everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> like, just all around my car at the bottom. What? Like stepping over them. I don't, I don't even know. Uh, they're like, yeah, it's a thing that happens. <laughs> Hold on. Actually, with that, uh, are you aware that there are six different varieties of flamingos? I was not. This has been Flamingo Facts. Never mind. It don't make sense. <laughs> flamingo I Facts. I bird photography, too. I should know this. You should. You should know this. <laughs> that, wait. So, <laughs> so when did you notice the dead birds? You said dead birds, right? I didn't mishear that. Yeah. Right? Okay. There's when a did lot you- of them. Like it's the third funny. trip like, back down, I like look at my car and I'm like, what? <laughs> and there's like five or six just around my car. And I'm like, I didn't do this. <laughs> so, you, ever see, you ever see like a scary movie or like some kind of weird movie? Or maybe it's like an apocalyptic movie where out of nowhere birds just fall from the sky and just are all, die on the ground. You ever seen that in like a movie? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of while I'm going through this. See, the main characters of the movie are like, oh my goodness. 
but you're the character that's like walks out to their car a little later and they're like, what the hell happened? (laughs) (laughs) What is going on here? (laughs) That's nuts. That no, well, you think, okay, there's, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna double tap on this. Okay, so there is double tap. I meant double click. That's I'm a somebody double tap those birds, but like, if it's in the air, or something, whatever, you're you're there. That's you. You're up there yeah. with them, breathing whatever's in. What is? Well, it? I think they like fly into the conveyor belt or something. <laughs> I don't really know. Oh, man. Because what what happens is when the rocks are crushed, they fall out of the conveyor belt and into these like containers. So I think as the rocks are falling, I think they're hitting these birds. I'm not really sure. I still don't know why they were there. Maybe the birds are playing chicken. Yeah, they're trying to fly. (laughs) That's great. So how do we wrap up? As I'm terminating these, as I'm terminating these cables. The part of the reason I keep having to redo them is because, like I said, the whole tower is just shaking because uh-huh. of the rock crusher. So I'm like trying to do these little wires and untwist them, hold them in the right pattern so I can put the clip on. Yeah, yeah, dude. So, so, and you finally got it all done. How long did that day take you? That day it took me. Three hours on site, so um, four, eight, three, so eleven hours 12, total. Twelve hours, yeah. all the way back home. That is a, and it, it was a little bit longer than that because on the way back home, I finally get done, and I get a message from my boss like, "Hey, do you have time to stop by this place on the way back?" I'm like, yeah, whatever, <laughs> might as well. Yeah, um, you. What I love about this is uh, one of the things I like about this story is that you started off like, man, I, it was a four-hour drive. And I was like, oh, and you're like, no, no, it's great. And then I started thinking, I was like, yeah, you're driving through the foothills. That's got to be beautiful yeah. Americana. I mean, like when you think of the pioneers coming out west, you know, you're like, ah. Oh. And you're like, this is, yeah, uh, just a shed, huh? Uh, up there. <laughs> it's like everything, everything just starts unraveling. Well, and again, so – the second trip, I forgot to mention, both the way there and the way back, they had just done the range burning last week. So instead of being the beautiful Flint Hills yeah. with all the <laughs> rock cuts, it's just black, burnt grass everywhere. Dude, the only good that you had was the drive there because you caught, yeah. got caught by all that crap on the way back. <laughs> good. That's, dude, that's a good story. That is a, that is a stressful story. Like, that's a stressful story, man. I can imagine the second, like, you're like, all right, I got to come out here next week. I don't have all the stuff. And I know, I know that before you left back out there, except for the boots, you had everything, you know, in check. And even to the point where I was so focused on getting all my tools together that I forgot the thing that I always carry. Right, right. (laughs) But I moved the boots out of my car to load the trunk with tools. Right. What? And you, and it's not like you're going up there brand new. You've already seen the lay of the land. You already know that you're going to have to be climbing up this 90 meter, you know, staircase. You got it. You're like, okay, totally prepared. And then no matter what, and something like that, like, you can't be prepared, man. (laughs) You're like, oh, no, I'm just, I'm prepared. I'm going to go up there. I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to come back down. And then 
six trips later. <laughs> yeah. I was a pro at walking up those steps by the end of that. I'm telling you, you should have, they're they probably offering you a job. Like, look, we need a good ladder, a step, a step walker. You're a great step walker. You've got all your steps in. So on the way back, they asked me to stop by this site. And I'm thinking after everything that's happened, this site's going to be a nightmare, whatever it is. They're right. like, we just need you to trace a line. And I get there and it's a brand new built building and all of the ports are labeled. And I'm like, oh, thank God. Yeah, yeah. So I just find out that they plugged into the wrong switch. Like, nice. Okay, easy. And then I'm and then I'm headed home. Dude, like, talk- so the very last thing went really well. Yeah. Talk about a good bookend. Like yeah. you got a really good book into that whole experience, right? Both sides. Yeah. Both sides. In the middle. Don't worry. In the middle, I'm sure at that point you were thinking, you know what? This is going to be a great story for a podcast one day. <laughs> this is going to yeah. be it. Nice. Meanwhile, I'm sending bo- my boss pictures the whole time. Like, he's not going to believe right, right. what's happening out here. Right, yeah. Like, yeah, like, some okay. dead birds. Uh, it's storming. <laughs> I'm sorry. If I was your boss, I, you would have lost me at dead birds without picture. I'm like, okay. All right. We get it. What do you want to raise? What are you? What are you after here? <laughs> yeah, this site is littered with dead birds. <laughs> it's lousy. This place is lousy with dead birds all over the place. <laughs> That's wild. That is. Oh man, I'm so glad you mentioned the dead birds. I hate that they were dead birds, but. That's a yeah. That's a good little good little sprinkling on a story right there. Oh yeah, there were dead <laughs> birds. I forgot about that until I was telling it too. I was like, oh yeah, there were dead birds everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. Oh well, but that's what rock crushers got to do. What a rock crushers got to do. Dead birds, awesome, Joe. That was a really great story. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. I really do appreciate that story. And we're about to take a quick break. And when we get back, you're going to tell me that quote. And I'm going to, off the dome, talk to you about one of my stories. All right. And advertisement. Hi, I'm Ray Rossini. And I'm Tony Francisco. And we're the hosts of MSP Dispatch. Every Tuesday and Friday, we'll bring you the news, community events, and discussions that are important to MSPs today. Whenever possible, we'll also include industry experts to provide their insight and all within 30 minutes. Available on YouTube, Pocket Casts, Spotify, iTunes, and your favorite podcatcher in audio or video form or everywhere you want us to be. We hope to see you next time on MSP Dispatch, your source for news, community events, and commentary in the MSP channel. And we're back. Hey, all right. How was that? Wasn't that the best advertisement you've ever seen? I have never seen an advertisement that wowed me as much as that did. I'm buying three. (laughs) Three. (laughs) Awesome. Okay, so here's the chance. Here's a time now where I get to talk about my story, um, what Joe is going to do. Joe's been supplied a list of quotes. Each quote has something to do with one 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 of the places I've worked, one of my jobs. I don't know which one he's going to pick. He's going to uh, tell me, and I'm going to go. <laughs> Almost seems like you're like, oh, yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> let me do that real quick. No, So you got that quote for me? Yeah, you know, these are all hard to choose from because they're all just fascinating. But the one I landed on is I'll tear down. I'll tear this box down with you in it. Yes. Okay, very good. <laughs> so uh, I love this. Okay, I got to write that down so I box with you in it because what i often do 
because that just reminds me of the job. And then sometimes I forget to tell the story of the quote, right? So got to write that. Down. That's like, they're like, but what happened? So uh, when I was 20 years old, I was 20 years old, um, I got a job working for a company that's no longer around called Altel. Uh, it was a cell phone company. And uh, it was, this is, man, this is 2002, 2003, 2002, something like that. I feel like I remember that name. Yeah, Altel. Altel, it was uh, bought out. It used to be GTE. That's back in the day. And then it became Altel. And then Verizon bought them out. And Verizon's some small little podunk company no one's ever heard about. Yeah, no one's even heard of them. Yeah, come on. They're, they're into <laughs> rock crushing. They're, they're, they're really yeah. into rock crushing. <laughs> I jumped from cell to rock crushing. So um, I was, uh, I, I started working there. Uh, it, man, that was a, that was a really, I noticed like right away. Oh my goodness. I just remembered. Okay. So I got hired. Uh, the manager, my manager, Ed Brown, Ed Brown, I was working. I knew Ed, I knew Ed from a place I used to work. I was working right before then he would come in as a customer. I don't want to say what that other job is because I haven't talked about it yet on the podcast, but, um, I, uh, I started working for him and I'll tell you this, this man, Ed Brown, he is like my second dad. He's turned into my second dad. This has been, I'm 40 years old. I've known him for 40 years. I love this man to death. I talked to him yesterday. We go to church together. Like he, this man has spun around my life in, in the best way. And like, I was, I was like almost like aimless, you know, 20 years old, you know, I was like, you know, just kind of trying to figure things out. And this, and Ed really, really helped me out a lot. Um, shout out to Ed Brown. <laughs> I love him. He knows about this podcast. I don't think he watches, <laughs> but so, uh, so started working for him. Uh, we had, uh, an orientation, right? So we all went to like the corporate headquarters, everyone who was hired for the local, uh, retail locations, we, uh, we went to the corporate headquarters in Tampa for just a, like a couple hour orientation, you know, the basics. Here's the, the company culture, all this stuff. Um, it's like nine o'clock in the morning. We're all sitting down in this conference room, a bunch of guys. And we're, I'm like, oh, I don't know any. I know one person. They got hired with me. I was like, oh, you know, we're just saying, oh, yeah, I'll be working in this store. I'm working in this store. And there's this one guy there that is just like just he's like he's like. Well, I don't know. I don't, he's negative. He just vibes of negativity the whole time. And he's just sitting back yeah. like this. And he's like, this is, I, I don't know. I'm just, I, you know, I hope, I hope this is a good job. I hope this is, this is a good company. You know, I don't know. I've heard some crap about him, blah, blah, blah. And we're like, oh, okay. You know, we're not trying to, I'm not trying to get fired before I start, you know? Right. <laughs> like, all right. And then Did you uh, say that. Right. So <laughs> it's supposed to start at like, let's say nine, right? Nine, 10, nine, 10 no one's there yet right like like the facilitator's not there the uh we haven't been like really greeted other than the person at reception bringing us in the uh the conference room and this guy who's super negativity he's like he's like and the, i'm a kid at that point I'm, I'm you know 20 years old i'm looking at myself i'm a kid this is a grown man this is a grown man right yeah. been in business you know i mean he has a th this this person who's, who's all negative. And he's like, this is ridiculous. This is absolutely ridiculous. No one's even come in here. Well, you know what? If, I don't know if, 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 if he's not here, I'm, I'm just going to leave. If they don't care enough, then I'm going to leave. I'm just going to leave. 
And then he tried to get us to leave with him, like do a big hurrah. But it was like, <laughs> we're like, no, no, we're going to, we're going to stay. Like there are people in this <laughs> corporate office, <laughs> like he's here somewhere, you know, he's like, he's like, no, I just, this is just disrespectful. And you know what? I'm out. I'm leaving. And he walks out and we're like, what? And I, I remember, I, I don't think about it. I said something to the group. I said something like, well, he's fired. You know, I said something like that. And then he walks right back in and he goes, hello, everyone. My name is so-and-so and I'll be the trainer for this. <laughs> that guy was the trainer the whole time. He, was, <laughs> he wasted 10 minutes of our time just being negative, making us wait there so he can pull off this gag that did not land. We were all very <laughs> annoyed. He's like, let's go, gang. And you're like, why? Yeah, we're like, bye. he was like, he was like, I'm leaving. He was like, you guys aren't leaving. You guys aren't going to leave with me. All right. Well, you know what? I, I'm gone. I'm out. And then he comes back in. And he's like, it was me the whole time. Like, what, is it, what is this, an action class? Right. It's like <laughs> improv. It's an improv. And scene. <laughs> what do you, that was, I, I just looked at the lady I got hired with and I was like, this is, this is going to be ridiculous. This is like, this is the first few minutes of my hiring. This is the, so I just remember that. That's so ridiculous. So, um, get hired. We go out, they, they sent all the entry level train um, sales, entry level sales. They sent all the entry level sales around the United States to, um, what's it called? Salt Lake city. No, not Salt Lake city, Arkansas, Salt Lake city, no, we're Arkansas. Salt, Salt Lake City is in Utah. Utah. Yeah, I know. There's a Little Rock. There it is. Little Rock, Little Arkansas, Rock. Yeah, yeah. where their headquarters was in like this huge, like really fancy uh, uh, Holiday Inn. Super fancy holiday. Like the fanciest Holiday Inn indoor pool that there was an indoor pool and it led outside like under like this glass to like a larger outdoor pool. You've never seen a fancier Holiday Inn. <laughs> <laughs> it's the nicest. <laughs> the nicest so we're there and so we're there for training uh, sales training for five days one whole week and there's probably there's probably about 400 of us that is insane nationwide like you don't do that anymore like i i don't think i've ever experienced that for like entry-level sale they were just burning money no like, yeah dumping the money entry-level sale how i'm thinking how many of these people are still going to be working here in four months? You know, like, yeah. so this is not, that should have, that should have told me something. One thing that I, it was cool is one of the last days we all took a field trip to the corporate headquarters where they brought us in this really beautiful looking um, auditorium and they did a presentation on cellular of tomorrow and they got about well, 40% right, you know, from what, what it really was. I mean, what, the, their big thing, their big push of the future was going to be instead of everyone having, um, it was basically a Wi-Fi box, but it was more like hotspot. It was more like a hotspot that would be in your home. So every home would have a hotspot rather than, which now that, I mean, like they do that in rural areas and stuff, you know, like my dad lives up in like the, the directions of my dad's place includes turn on second dirt road. I mean, you know, it's out there. So he has to have like a little Verizon MiFi or something, you know, so. But I used was... to work for a wireless ISP. So like that, you know, the point to point right. for every home. Yeah, yeah. So 
when they showed us, we were, I mean, we were like, whoa, this is, this is the future and the future is now, you know, and they were like, this is right around the corner. Not really. We're still struggling to get there. You know, they had some, <laughs> they had some high ambitions. Uh, so yeah, so that was my, my hiring period. So I get hired at the local office or the, the, the retail store that I was set to was uh, in a spot called New Tampa. And 20 years ago, it was like the posh place. It was like, it was, it was new Tampa. Like it was money. It was nice. And so I'm like, that's going to be really cool. But that retail location was also over three different, um, three different Walmart kiosks. And I'm talking about like a kiosk right in the middle of Walmart, like a box. Yeah. Getting to my. (laughs) <laughs> to my to my that quote like it was literally like this little box just in the middle of the aisle like a, it's a little square i felt i felt cozy in there had my little my little swinging door had it came up you know had like i said all tell on the top really big as if you wouldn't know you know it was and the location i was put in was how do i say this delicately it was getting you ever been like seen those uh, those pictures online of a uh, like walmart after dark or walmart after midnight yeah. yeah every one of those people were in that walmart it wasn't a super walmart it was like <laughs> it was like a regular walmart they don't even oh, have yeah, those the, yeah yeah it was a regular walmart that was it was wild uh oh my goodness that's... it's in a, it was in a place it was in the land of lakes walmart which isn't there anymore and Land Lakes, it was right down the road from not one, but two nudist resorts. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Caliente and Paradise Isles, Paradise Lakes, something like that, right? So what's funny about that is, you know, those, uh, they're, those people who are going there to visit, going there to, uh, to hang out or whatever, they might have a problem with their cell phone. You know, and it's like, oh, well, you know, I'll just go right here. That's great. Or, uh, you know, it's we're going to go there, stay there for the weekend or whatever. Oh, let's swing by Walmart and grab some provisions. <laughs> First of all, in my 20-year-old mind, I had a certain idea of the clientele that would be coming to a, going to a nudist resort. I quickly learned that I had the wrong expectations because it was everyone that I saw and they, you can tell they were from the nudist resort and I'll tell you how, uh, but everyone I saw was at least over 55, at least over 55, which is great. Hey, I'm 40 when I'm 55. I hope I still have it where I feel confident. I feel like I can rock it, but the way they would come, (laughs) I just had the mental image. There's this guy who would come in very often. He was like a regular over there. I don't know if he had like an actual condo there, but he was a regular. Tall, old dude. He would wear a T-shirt, sandals, and a belt. (laughs) That was it. That was it. He would wear a long T-shirt, sandals, and a belt. And he, good for him. And he was not an all-tell. That's that's the best part. I, you know, I was working there full time and I never, I did like, I got to experience all of the Walmart and 
it's not like I was even working at Walmart where like, oh, I got to work at Walmart and I can't really pay attention. No, I'm sitting there in the aisle just waiting for someone to come by and I get to see all these characters walking around. Oh, it was bliss. It was wonderful. Uh, it was <laughs> it was that. And the other thing were was elderly women from the same uh, who'd come in in sandals and one of those tank tops that's like just as Florida across it, you know, and it was one of those long tank tops that like swooped down here. So just, just all everywhere. Just, just no, no care in the world. Just showing, showing everyone everything, you know? So, Hey, that's some lovely confidence. So I, I hope I'm building a good atmosphere of like under, like I, uh, you well, know, good like, I'm thinking the whole time with the nudist colony, do they lose their phones often? Because you don't have any pockets. See, so I mean, okay, so I'm thinking, first of all, you have I don't to set it know. down somewhere. You have to set it down somewhere. But you're not worried about theft because where you- no one can – where are they going <laughs> to put it? And if they do steal it, there's only a couple hiding places. There's only yeah. a couple. And you know what? You can have it. You can have it. You can- <laughs> That's why I have insurance on my phone. So, um, so I would have – uh, so, all right, let me, I'll get to the, the box. So I've never, I've never had a job where my life was threatened more than working at an Altel inside of a Walmart because the clientele that would come it to now, this is, I'm wearing a shirt and tie every day. I dressed with an expectation that business will happen and it's going to be professional. <laughs> professional business would happen and i'm and i'm sitting here saying uh yes sir uh so yeah we can get that you know that uh that pay that uh uh you know uh nationwide plan and we can do this and you know i can do this for your uh okay you're gonna just go ahead and walk away or start smoking a cigarette before you're even out the door and you're walking away (laughs) cool happen happen i've had to tell people hey i don't think you should be smoking (laughs) cigarette in here (laughs) like just for just to help out it weren't even my clients weren't even my there's a uh no, uh, no one's going to stop him. No one. Okay. He can just smoke if you want to. So, um, this guy comes in one time and, uh, and he's a regular and he has a prepaid account. Oh my goodness. So many, so many, like we call them burner phones now, but it was like prepaid account. And he would come in every, you know, every so often and put $20 on my prepaid. It would, and you know, the difference because people would say, Prepaid people, people with prepaid phones, they you got a prepaid phone because they didn't have the credit to, you know, a good enough credit to get a, a like to get a, a contract line back then. So, but I guess there was some embarrassment with it because they'd never come in and say, um, I need to put, I need to put uh, money on my phone or I need to pay my, pay, my prepaid. It, would, it was always like, I got to pay my bill, but it wasn't, yeah. that. it was always, I got to put money on my bill. Okay, I, I get where you're going at, but you just don't want me to. I mean, I'm gonna know it's prepaid. You know, it's okay. I don't care. I sold and I made money off of it. You know, it was so the th- same. I used to work at T-Mobile, and it was a whole different department for prepaid. But they would always call and not tell you that's what it was. Like they're like, around someone. <laughs> is it? And I would ask them, "Is it a prepaid phone?" They're like, "No, I just, I just pay in advance." <laughs> like, <laughs> that's right. Okay. I need to pay my phone in advance. No, no. Okay, sure. You're special. You get to prepay. I just paid the beginning of my cycle. 
like, I'm, just, no, it's... I'm paying in advance. Oh, yeah, because you're so responsible. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so this guy comes in. He often comes in. He puts money on his bill. And he comes in one time. Again, I'm 20. I'm 20 years old, right, at this point. He's, he's a larger, big guy and always cool with me. Never really an issue. And he came in one time and said, uh, you know, uh, I, I was trying to get him. I said, hey, man, are you sure you, you know, you have a prepaid account. You want to see if you can get like a legit account and then, you know, it's going to be cheaper and blah, blah, blah. He was like, oh, I don't know if I could. And I was like, hey, might as well try. So credit fail. So, I mean, is credit out and he had to pay $400, you know, as a deposit. And he was like, oh, I'm not doing that. And he's like, yeah, I figured, I figured. I was like, all right, you know, hey, look, might as well check, whatever. A week later, a week later, he comes in and he has a girlfriend. I'm guessing a girlfriend or some lady friend, pretty lady. And he goes to, this time he's like, I got to pay my bill. You know, he's like, I can't let her know it's prepaid. And I'm like, mm, it's $25. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so he pays it. And, uh, and then she's like, She's like, oh, I've been thinking about getting a phone. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I need a phone. And she's pushing, hinting around, trying to get him to buy her a phone, right? Try, and she, she's, she's trying to, you know, it's almost something I, I, I see my kids do to me. Like, oh, kind of, oh, that's cool. And he's like, you, you want to get a phone, babe? And she's like, yeah. He's like, you know what? I'll go ahead. Go ahead and run, run, it, run it for me. And I, go, I looked at him. I go, you want me to run like a, a prepaid? And he's like, no, no, a, a regular line. And I look, I'm like, I'm like, on your name? Yeah, on my name. <laughs> like, this is, like, I, we already know where this is going to go. We just went through we this. We just did this, right? <laughs> but he's trying to save face. And I don't know if he's, he knows where he's going to go with it. I'm like, all right, well, this is going to be a surprise for both of us. So I, uh, you know, I, I click enter, you know, or his reaction. And I'm like, all right, so. Um, so it came back. So it'll only be four, it'll only be $400, you know, and that's, and he's like, he's like, what? <laughs> it's like, good job. Actor of the year. What? What? That's ridiculous. No, you need to run that again. Uh, I, I told my, I go, I looked at my, I was like, sir, we're unable to run it twice in one day. Like, I just, I'm like, I'm not going to do, I'm trying to help him out. I'm like, yeah, it's probably a mess up on my, he's like, this is ridiculous. He's cursing me out now. He is cursing me out now. He's like, this is, and she's like, baby, it's okay. It's okay. He's like, no, this is a bunch of bullshit. And he's, and I'm like, I'm looking at him like, I, like I am, I feel so threatened, even though there is a display case in between us, but like, I'm in a box. Like I'm literally in a box that you can just punch me and I'm not going to be able to move that quickly. And I'm like, oh, and he's like, she pulls him away. And he's like, he's like, yeah. And then he said, uh, he said, I'm, I forget exactly, but he was like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to bring this. Uh, oh my goodness. That's right. He said, I'm going to bring, I'm going to tear this, uh, this box down with you inside of it. And he said, I'm so pissed off. I'm going to tear this box down for, with you inside of it. And I was like, I said, oh, okay, well, sorry, sir. And while he's walking away, he's walking away. He looks back and he says, he says, you better be, you're lucky. You are, oh, I said, you better watch your back, buddy. I'll be waiting for you when you get out of work tonight in the parking lot. I'm like, immediately, he, he, I, I, immediately I call Ed. I'm like, Ed, my life was just threatened. What do I do? Yeah. What do I do? And he's like, ah, you're fine. <laughs> he's like, you're probably, yeah, fine. probably fine. I was like, dude, 
this guy just said, now here's also the other, the other thing. Here's also why I was, there's, a, yeah, there's an added element that, that I forgot. This is 2002. This is April, 2002. That's right. I got hired April 2022. What happened six, seven months before? September 11th, right? September yeah. 11th happened. Not many, and not, not to bring up old stuff, but I was definitely double questioned in the airport. I was definitely, I, oh, definitely during that, during that period. And I got it. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to, it's going to happen. I'm not going to get mad at it because this is this one person trying to do a job and I'm not going to try to put my idea on their heart, what's really in their heart or what. So I would get, and that the first time I experienced that was coming back from Little Rock, Arkansas. We, I was going through security and I had a fingernail clipper because that's something in sales. I was always told you're doing face-to-face -face sales. Make sure your fingers are always clipped because you're pointing. You know, people are looking at your hands and it was a fingernail yeah. clip with like the little file, you know, and she took that from me. The lady's like, sorry, we can't have you on, on. And this is like a little sleepy airport. Like almost no one's in this airport. I was like, oh, okay, that's fine. I go through this security and I turn the corner, like where my gate is. I turn and I sit down maybe a couple turns and one of the security ladies sprints is sprinting past me. I see her and she stops and she looks around. She looks at me and she goes and then takes back off. I was like, cool. You know, so that was like, so I might've been at 20 years old, a little heightened as well. Like, Oh my goodness. Like, is this guy really going to kill me? <laughs> like, is it, is this, is it, he's threatening, yeah. you know, my, my life. So that was one time I was threatened. Another time I was threatened was um, another family. I, I want to say, I think it was the same. I can remember the people. I can remember how they look. I can see it was a family. It was a family that looked like deliverance. Like it was like a deliverance family, you know? And it was the, it was the dad. It was the mom. It, they, and it was the two kids. The kids were, were teens. The dad and the mom probably had four teeth combined. Like it was, and there were they were upset because it was a credit fail. It was a credit. And that guy, that guy went off. Like I was like, I called Ed and I was like, Ed, I think I'm about to call the cops on this one because not only he said, he said, I should knock your ass out right now, blah, 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 blah. And me, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to make that sale. So I was like, sir, please, if you <laughs> like, sir, let's see if we can do something here. Do you have someone else who can co-sign for you? And he's his he and his wife and his family start walking out. And as he's walking out, he said he's going to wait for me outside and he's going to shove a bomb up my ass and see how I like it. I don't even know what that means, as if like mm -hmm. I was threatening it with him or if I did that. And he was like, how would you like it? I was like, I didn't do that to anyone. So, yeah, that was that was a fun little time. So I, yeah, I, it's not like you like did the made the credit score. <laughs> right. Like, I like, just pushed in a few buttons. Right. As if, after I type everything in, there's an option that says, but really, should he get one? And I'm like, yeah. no. <laughs> uh -uh. I do. You do make the final say. Yeah, so. I, I am Mr. Altel. Uh, so I remember this is a this is a lie that I told. And I confess this lie to Ed a few years later, which was I was sick. I was tired of being in that location. There were supposed to be two people in the location, and um, I was there for 
the other guy. Oh my goodness, this is right. This jacked dude, this big dude that was a bouncer and like some nightclubs. And he, this guy was just some jacked guy. And he was going to USF, Universal, uh, University of South Florida. And, you know, this was just a whatever job to him. And he would not show up. He would not, he wouldn't, because it was like 30, it was 20 minutes away from the main retail store. He just wouldn't. And I would know that because I would come by like to relieve him. And I'm like, yo, man, where you at? He's like, oh, man, I left an hour ago. I'm like, dude, it's okay. Or the people would come to me so upset. You guys are never open. I'm like, I'm always here. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, please. I know I've got the threats to prove it. So I, uh, I, got, I got fed up and I called Ed one day. I was like, Ed, I've got another position. I got another job that I'm looking to move to. And, um, you know, I, look, I don't want to, but I can't stay in Walmart. And he's like, oh, what are they offering you? And I told him, I forget what position it was, but I told him it was like $20 an hour or something like that. And, and it was a lie. I made it up because I was just, I didn't know what to do. I couldn't, I didn't want to leave my, leave my job, but I did not want to, you know, end up, you know, on SVU. Right. You know, I didn't want to end up as another SVU story. So, um, uh, so I told him that and he was like, he, and I remember thinking about the conversation now. He's like, he was like, okay all right let me see what we can do you know and i ended up working in the main retail store years later i um i told him i was like hey man i just need to, I, I like i lied about that and he goes yeah yeah i know i was like how do you know he's like because the job that you i forget what job it was he was like but the job that you were um you were uh saying that you were getting uh they don't track it in hourly it's <laughs> <was> like oh like <laughs> that's when i found out that real professional jobs don't go by hourly wage <laughs> i was like oh all right, cool. So I get in probably the the biggest thing to pull away from that. Those are I've got other crazy stories. Man, there's that was a crazy place. But I was there when, and this is an alternate quote as well. I was there when text messaging started. You know, I was working, I got to see the text messaging boom. And oh my goodness, it's right. People would come in, people would come in to Walmart. They got text messaging. And I was, man, we were. I was like gangbusters. Everyone, you're getting text messaging on this. No, you need this feature because they were like paying so much money as bonuses. I got everyone in text messaging and I told them how it works. And I don't know if you remember in the beginning, you only had like a finite amount of texts that you can send yeah. out and receive. I would have people coming in with $2,000 phone bills, pissed, all text messages i'm like why you just got text messaging last month it's a brand new thing you you're that you're that much into texting dude one of them was was one of my was my roommate actually and he had like a two thousand dollar bill i'm like he's like man can you hook me up i'm like hook me up what do you mean hook you up with what what can i do take off your bill no two thousand dollars yeah 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 i'll hook you up with with fixing your bill it's just gonna be two hundred two thousand bucks that's it you know no problem or you can just port that number over to a prepaid line <laughs> and deal with that on your credit when you can. Mm. Uh, yeah, that was so. I, I the alternate quote was from Ed, and it was after we're all. I remember it was in a morning. It was a, a a weekly meeting, Saturday morning weekly meeting. That's the other thing I can't stand. I I'm so happy. I mean, look, if I have to give go back to retail, I would go back to retail you know, hands up, hands out to everyone else who's working that retail life. I did it for years, Saturday morning meetings. I'm not, uh, 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 
and especially if you don't work Saturday, you just got to go into work on a Saturday morning yeah. for an hour. No one even brought any donuts. So he said, he was like, yeah, so we got to push it. You guys are pushing it. But honestly, guys, this is a fad. You know, who's going to sit there and type out a bunch of letters when you can just pick up the phone and call someone? And he said <laughs> it. it. It sounds so boomer. You know, it's so like, like the most boomer statement, like, but I was like, but I agreed. I was like, I know. Right. You should make a phone call, make a phone call. Yeah. You know, who didn't get that message? The $2,000, uh, uh, bills, the people with the, the bills of two grand, that's nuts. But yeah, man, that was, man, that was a, that was a fun time. I was there for two years. I was there for two years. Um, oh, so I got another job. I got, I, I was there for two. Uh, I, I got another job. Um, Ed ended up going to another store. I was reporting to some other guy and we had a vice president of sales, Shelly Ramey, who did not like me. She would be in the headquarters. She'd come by. Cause I was just, it's me now with this energy only crank it up. Cause I was 20, you know, and I'm like, yeah, hey, da, 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 you know, and she just wasn't having it. And, um, I told my, my boss, Kevin, at that time, I was like, Hey, Kevin, uh, I want to give you, I got this other position. I don't start for a little while, but I want to make sure that I give you enough time. Cause at that point now I'd been like a staple in the retail store, you know, me thinking, I'm like, um, they're, they're barely going to be able to make it once I leave, you know? And, and I'm like, you know, I'm going to give you a month notice, a month notice for a retail sales job, selling cell phones. You know, I'm, I'm like, I'm so that's, one of the best things I did was give a month notice because I told, I came in that morning, Tuesday morning. Hey, yeah, here's the thing. One month notice. I want to make sure you have enough time to bring someone in and I'm going to train up because I was training new hires anyways. I was like, I'll train them out, you know, a good, you know, a uh, uh, transition. He calls up Shelly Ramey and he's like, Hey, Aaron's quitting. And she's I, next thing I know, Shelly Ramey. I mean like that Shelly Ramey's in the retail store. She pulls me in the office and she's like, listen, Aaron, um, so I know you just gave in your notice and she was straight fish. She goes, I know you just gave in your notice. Uh, we're going to go ahead and just, uh, wrap up your termination. We're going to terminate your, your, your position now. And, you know, she kind of goes through the whole thing and I go, I go, okay. Now I was already planning on leaving and I was like, you know, I said, okay, so, uh, so what do I do? Do I just like, uh, wait out for, no, no. I, I said, uh, I, I was like, all right, so, uh, do I just get my last paycheck? And she said, no, since you put in your one month notice, we're going to pay you for that one month, like pay, just give me that one month and we're going to pay you your average commission that you've gotten. And I was like, it was right after Christmas time. You know, I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, I said, I said, Shelly, that's okay. Okay. I said, all right. So, uh, what do you want me to do? It's morning time still. I was like, what do you want? You want me to just, you know, work until my shift. And then you, and she's like, no, no, we're going to have you leave now. And I stood up, I go, Shelly. You're giving me a month's pay and I get to go home now and I get to go home now. And she started laughing. She goes, yes. I go, girl, get over here and give me a hug. Come on. You know, cause I mean, she doesn't, I don't work for her anymore. <laughs> and she laughed. She gave me a hug. I was like, thank you. I was so excited. I was like, man, I just, I mean, I, that couldn't have worked out better. I put in my notice and not only do I get a month off, I get paid for that month and I get to go home right now. <laughs> that was look. I've had a lot of That's great things happen to me. Yeah. A lot of great things happened to me up until that moment, but that was, and for much longer after that, that was like a pinnacle moment. Look, look how excited yeah. I get about now. I get excited about it now. Gave me a month's pay and told me to see you. And yeah, I didn't, crazy. 
I didn't know what severance was. You know, I didn't know. I didn't even know that was a concept. You know, I, I was like, I thought you just, man, I gotta, I gotta stay in cell phones. <laughs> Thinking it's cell phones. <laughs> so yeah, I was that. I was there for two years. Wow, I think this is a first job story that I actually went from beginning, getting hired all the way and like booking it to ending. Awesome. Yeah. Usually it's a little stories in between. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you enjoyed that story, man. That was fun. It's fun. That's fascinating. Yeah, it's oh, fun times. Fun times. Um, so, I, I and I'm sure everyone out there in computer land, they loved both of our stories. I'm telling you, it's if we can, can we win a, a Pulitzer? We'll apply. I think so. I think I th we deserve it. I think we need it. We yeah, that's right. Be better than need, we deserve it. We deserve it. <laughs> so, uh, what we usually do at the end. What I usually do is I ask, okay, from that job experience that you've had, is there anything, any, uh, any long lasting thoughts or anything, any reflections that you have that you go back to throughout the years? Yeah. Uh, one thing I learned from that is any project that I had to do from then on, which required me to drive more than 30 minutes, I would call the client myself and verify everything that I had been told by the person who told me to drive out there. This shed here is that yeah. is that what I'm doing? Is that and they're like they're like no 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 it seems like someone cropped out the tower you're supposed to climb. Do you have the equipment already on hand or is it in the right. mail still? Right. How many? How many dead birds will I encounter on this yeah. expedition? <laughs> I mean, I can handle some, but uh, let's not get let's not get crazy. Awesome. Um, yeah, I, man, thinking about. This is this is a hard one. This is a hard one. You know what I, I could say? You know what? It, I I learned not to take things too seriously. I think that's one thing. I mean, you cannot, you can't work at that Walmart as I mean, it was almost like it was a I was a fly on the wall. You know how people are like, man, you just sit there and watch people. Like that's what I got paid yeah. to do is watch people just come by in Walmart, like from nudist resorts that are nudist colonies actors actors deliver, deliverance families people who have really short-term memory they don't remember a week previous oh here's one last story i think this is just this is just the concept of the the clientele man i i was right next to hey remember when people used to develop pictures so i had just yeah. gotten some pictures developed right and they were on the <laughs> they were on the uh the case you know the the display case and a customer comes up and he's like, yeah, I need to, you know, pay something, do something. So I'm, I'm typing it in, I'm getting his information and I look over and he's picked up my pictures and he's flipping through them, looking through my pictures. And again, I'm 20 years old. And I, I, I keep saying this because the, the difference in mindset, this is another grown man. Like this could have been my father, you know? And he's just looking through my pictures. I was already in a bad mood for something. And I snatched those pictures out of his hand. I was like, what do you do? I go, these are my pictures. I'd appreciate it if you don't just go looking through my stuff. And he <laughs> said, if you didn't want me to look at them, you shouldn't have had them out on the counter. <laughs> I said, fair enough. <laughs> you got me. You got me. You're right. I shouldn't have. I, my fault. Oh, man. There's so, some funny times there. Um, no, I'm, I'm going to have to leave that. Uh, leave the story for later. Phil's writing something. Come on, editor. I know. Producer Phil. 
you have enough time for one little story, don't tell oh, another one. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, good, good. All right, that's fine. Well, I'll have that for another <laughs> Joe, thank you, thank you so very much, man. I greatly appreciate meeting yeah. you. I thank you for your openness and your honesty on this story, on your job story, man. And uh, man, I, I can't say anything else, man. I, I greatly appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, I had a great time. Awesome, man. Appreciate it. All right, ladies and gentlemen out there, we will see you next time. Peace. This has been a broadcast of the MSP Media Network.